how is what's policing like in Canada, and how is it different from what, how it is here in the states? And how did you end up becoming a police officer? Let's start there. How you became a cop, and how it's different? Well, um, I became a police officer in the late '80s. That's how old I am. I was ten at the time, um, but um, no, at that time. Um, there were not, I, I took a degree in English literature and uh, political science at university, and there wasn't a great call for people with undergrad degrees, or sorry, in, in for jobs in, in that particular discipline. And I uh, just kind of thought policing might be fun. And I uh, had some neighbors who were police officers who thought it was a great job. So thought, ah, I'll give it a go. Give it, uh, you know, five years, see what happens. And next thing I know is 30 years later and uh, and it's over. So it was, it was a good run. It's kind of funny how that works, right? You're just like, I'm going to do this for a little bit. You, know, you hear it all the time. It's like people have to move somewhere. We're going to move to Nashville just for a few years. Next thing you know, 40 years later, three kids out of college, and that's just how it works. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, I mean, when I started, um, I mean, our, well, even now, our gun laws are very different in Canada than in the States. And I think that's a big a big difference in our, in our crimes. Um, and and who's committing them, how they're being committed. And I remember when I started in the 80s, most of the fights were were sort of hand-to-hand. You know, it was, it was mostly fist fights. And then in the early 90s, we went to knives. And I remember distinctly in Toronto, it was like a, a, a switch where people were carrying knives all the time. And now we have people carrying guns, but it's it's not like it is where you are. And again, because our, our laws are really different around that right so now you as you as an officer what are, what are you equipped with to protect yourself like they, i'm assuming like here in the states right they have baton they got handcuffs they might have some kind of spray and also of course they have their firearm now when you're in canada do you also have a firearm yes yeah when i started uh what we had was a smith and, smith and wesson six shooter which is really inaccurate unless you shoot a lot uh and we had handcuffs and we had, uh, at that time, they gave us what was called a, um, a, a a stick that nobody could actually work very, very well. They switched that over to an expandable baton, which I think most of your people now have. And they switched us over to the Glocks, which are a lot easier to, to operate, a lot easier to load, all that sort of stuff. And the officers now have the uh, pepper spray, handcuffs, um, they have the Glocks, they have the expandable batons, and they have tasers. That yeah, I forgot about the taser. Of course, the taser. So I'm glad you said that. Like the pistol itself is inaccurate because I, I love I say that to anybody who's like never shot a gun because you know a common a common argument here in America is why can't a cop just aim for the leg, right? Why do they have to shoot them in the chest? Well, the answer is because pistols, particularly, are very inaccurate weapons. If you ever shot a pistol. It's super inaccurate. I've only shot one a few times, and I'm a very bad shot. So, And they also they teach you to shoot for the chest because that's what the center of gravity is. It most likely hits someone. If you're in a highly populated area, you're aiming for the leg, you know, hits, hits, a, hits the asphalt, bounce up, hits someone else. Well, mostly what they, that's they worst talk case about. Scenario. Mostly, mostly what it is, it's to stop the threat. That's right. the language that's used. And so obviously the largest sort of body of, of mass is, is the best spot, chest, and you're most yeah. likely to hit it. Right? Because as you say, I mean, you're... Again, it's not like a target practice where you're, you know, you're doing your breathing and you're zenned out and you're totally focused. It's usually a, a split second decision where the officer pulls out their gun that they're in a, you know, shoot or don't shoot situation. And so the chance of hitting anything realistically are pretty slim. 
And so that's why they say, you know, center of mass. And that's what you aim for. Now, do, do you, do you, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think if U.S. cops even have like assault rifles. I know we have the riot gear. We have the rifles with the, with the rubber bullets. Now, do, do you only have handguns? Or is there other types of, I guess, weaponry, for lack of a better term? And like, you know, we, cops here have like the big, the big SUVs that are like bulletproof and that kind of stuff. Yeah, our, our, uh, in Toronto, we call the emergency task force. It's the same mm-hmm. as your SWAT people, right? They have okay. the big, the big trucks and they've got everything, all the toys in there. Um, and there's, uh, shotguns that the officers have that I, I believe they can take them out patrolling, but they're in the back. Uh, now the, the cars have them so that the locks are in the car themselves, um, so you can take the shotgun out, but again, uh, Toronto's a large urban center. We've got like 3 million people here. So you don't really want to be walking around with a, a shotgun. Yeah. That, like, even if I was one holding the gun, I'd be very uncomfortable. Like, no, cause like I live outside New York city. So I go into New York city for work a few times a week. And in around times square, there's the, the police, there's a police center, like right in times square. And every day there's guys out there just holding assault rifles or they're in port authority, just holding assault rifles. Just in case, because, you know, it's a major hub. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But even, even if I was that person, I'd be like, I'd feel uncomfortable. I don't, I don't get that uncomfortable walking by them, but if I was holding the gun, I'd feel uncomfortable because you're immediately a target. Even when you said to protect yourself and others, you are a target. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, when we first, when I first started in policing, they were just coming out with the, uh, the bulletproof vests, and it was uh, optional to wear it or not. Now, when I was going through training, they just came out with them, and so we wore them. But when we were sent to the divisions, uh, you know, we were seen as kind of like the weenies who were wearing them. And now everybody wears them, the Kevlar vests, and they're really, really hot, and they're heavy, and they're uncomfortable, and all of that stuff. Um, but... Yeah, the the option is not good because you're a target. 